Hi, I'm Dan Higginson, and welcome to the Idlehouse Society podcast, a community for creatives. Towards the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse, an old suck was hung on the chimney with care, in the hopes that Tom Jones soon would be there. Paul Bentz was nestled all snug in his bed, while visions of likers danced in his head. There in his day clothes and baseball cap, he settled his brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the road arose such a clutter, he sprung from his bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, he flew like a flash, tore open the curtains, and then flushed his whole stash. It's Paul Bentz. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. Wow, what an Merry introduction. Christmas, mate. Merry Christmas. I feel, I feel overwhelmed with emotion. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Feeling all festive over here. We've got the fairy lights going. Nice, mate. Nice. I, I like Pretending to see like it's up. the uh, 25th of December when it's only the 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> rum in hand, is it? Early in the morning? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 10 in the morning. Got a, got a rum and hot chocolate on the go, mate. Nice, nice. How's your week been, Daniel? Has it been interesting, fun, challenging? All of those? Yeah, mate, it's been all right. Been a bit of a funny one, just trying to get on top of everything, you know. We're winding down university. We've got like so. Next week is our last weekend, and uh, before Christmas break. So just trying to frantically get everything together before the new year starts, because nice. I've got a load of deadlines coming up in the new year. And you what know, you, you like with suddenly... deadlines? What am I like with deadlines? Yeah, you I'm good. Good. Are you like yeah. You, you know, got, I'm, you, hit... you know, I'm all right. I've, I've got my shit together. I've, you have to do an impression of somebody that's got their shit together you're when you're more, as forgetful as I am. You're more, more organised than a Filofax, Dan, aren't you, Bat? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I have to be, mate, honestly, because I'm so rubbish with this stuff. If I don't have everything written down and, like, work through a bit of a list, then shit just wouldn't get done. So, anyway, I, I that, that's, so that's my life's a bit manic at the minute, just trying to get all the last-minute stuff before the end of, uh, the end of term. How about you? Nice, mate. Nice, mate. Similar, similar. I've been doing a couple of pace steps this week, which has been quite fun. Been enjoying that. Yeah, like I, we haven't spoken, have this, we? No, there's this website called Rasterbeta, like Masturbator, but Rasterbeta. It allows you just to drop an image in, then it, you know, you can make how many sheets you want of A4 or whatever size paper yeah, yeah. you want, and it takes a grid and then it makes a PDF for you. You export it, print it, and I just did a couple of photos. I went first time I went and I made a critical mistake. I didn't so use... hang on, yeah, it doesn't feel like you've explained. I, I've seen these, so I know what you're talking about. But it's like yeah, a big yeah. jigsaw puzzle, right? So it breaks yes, yeah. like one photo up into but, I don't know, like 24 sheets of A4, and then you can stick them yes. all together like a big puzzle, and you see yes. the whole picture. Yeah, and they all go in in my famous wall, the place where I've stuck some small ones before. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? Um, let's go. And so I was doing it. And then obviously this, it was, I did it, I don't know, lunchtime last week, sometime Monday yeah. or Tuesday. And then, then people are walking past and they're like, they're interested and they could, cause obviously they, they, they can only see part of it's not all finished. Like it was like, and I was, you, obviously you're really self-conscious, you know, I'm a grown man, 47 year old man doing a pay step in an alleyway behind an industrial estate. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God. And anyway, it was, I just did it, put him up. And the so first people one, watched you actually doing it. Yeah, yeah, it felt yeah. Like a, bit of, people, like a bit of a performance, right? <laughs> yeah, it felt really awkward. I was like, oh my God. Anyway, I thought, fuck it, I'm going to carry on. Nobody moaned. I did it. No, and, um, and the first one, the first one, I didn't use the right paste. The consistency was wrong. But number two... Wait, 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 wait did you take a Pritt stick out? What, what are you talking no, about? No. Well, so, so there's two ways you can attach, obviously. Well, there's lots of ways you can attach the... Is the, it not like the, a wallpaper paste? 
Well, exactly. You can make your wallpaper paste, right? So you, it's flour, water, you mix it around a bit, it gets all gooey. Uh-huh. But then you have, how the hell, how the hell do you get that without it from your house to the, to the site? So I, 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 I kind of, That's a good I kind point. of, I never thought about that. You can put it in a tub or something. Anyway, so I did. I had a Tupperware container. I filled a Tupperware container with this shit. It's messy. Put the top on, took it. But the consistency was wrong for the first. It was a bit too gloopy. It was a bit too thick. Oh, it was um, too thick? Yeah. I thought I it was unstir- going to be too thin. Unstirred enough. Right. So um, You got to stir enough, man. Yeah, you got to put good stir. But number two... Number two was amazing because I read, I, I did, did a bit more research and apparently you want to paste the front and the back, which I didn't know on the first one. Um, so for paste steps, here's a top tip. Don't paste just the back, paste the front yeah, and yeah, the yeah. back. Don't, don't do half a job. But it does, it does something to the picture when you paste both so did sides. So did the first one just immediately fall off? Didn't no, no, up? it's still there. It's still there, but it's, it, it's, it's obviously because I didn't paste the front. It's not waterproof. Did you so go and soon. paste the front like afterwards? Afterwards. Yes, I did it the second, and it's still so now. It'll it'll last a bit longer, um, but you know I've never. But I thought to myself, I've never seen my picture bigger than probably a three, a photo of mine, maybe maybe a you know something. I've had one or two, two blown up, a two maybe, but like I haven't. I can think of seen... one time you've seen it way bigger than that. Have you? You did that Ministry of Sound stuff. Oh yeah, for the tube. Okay, okay, that's true, that's true. But okay, but your own work that you printed and blown up and stuck up somewhere. Like personal it, it, work. Yeah, it, it was. It's just. It's quite like even walking down it. 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 It's obviously. You know, it comes back to this idea of, and I. I think the more I'm doing this stuff, it's. It's for me. It's all about the differences between a small image and a big image and how these interact and how they make us feel about a photo and how, again, it comes to to texture and everything. It all comes back to this thing about feeling in an image and how, how we relate to images and how different places and how different, you know, you see it on a white wall, you see it in a frame, you see it as a paste up. All of these different places make us interact in a photo album, in a book, all of these different places make us interact different with images. They don't, I don't think that feeling is the same as I see it as a big paste up to I see it on my screen or as, you know, yeah, on my yeah. phone. It's obviously, it's different, right? The reaction is... Or even in a book, there's a difference, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, it's, I think a book is more intimate, right? It, it feels like it's just you and this, this, these pictures and it's, it's... There's something beautiful as well about putting it outside where it's going to get... It's just going to get demolished, right? It's temporary. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that makes and I it love... feel different. It, it's like a little bit naughty, but it's also yeah. quite beautiful in the fact that it's like, it's it's not here forever. And there's definitely a naughty side. I mean, that you do feel like, uh, and I like that. I, I can't lie to you. That That is kind of, you know, it, it's, it's yeah, it, it's quite good fun. <laughs> it's good fun. Yeah. It's, it, I get a slight buzz out of it. A slight yeah, enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. And then it's good going back and seeing it, you know, age over the time. And if I, I go back a couple of times a week and take po- photos of them as it ages as well, you know, and as it's getting to a point where it's probably just, just got no life in it left, I might save the bits and scan those back in. You know, it, it's, it's, got, it's got a life of its own, this thing. It's like, it's kind of, um, but it's, it, it has made me think about how we perceive images. And, and that, 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 that's definitely something... I'm kind of, and I've always been interested in that. I think it's something that's always been in the back of my mind. In, in it does feel I've like got, there's a difference. 
between all these yeah, different but why formats. is that I, I don't know why it is I, I mean why 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 do we feel differently when we view it in a book as why we view it on a wall what what's the what's going on dan do you know i don't know i, I don't know i could make a couple of guesses but a book's very academic and a book feels precious I know that when I was talking to you about Parliament of Owls and I said that you, you kind of got to break open the pages to be able to fully see them and you were like, oh, I couldn't do that. Like, do you know what I mean? There's, 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 a, there's a value to a book mm-hmm. that you don't get when you're pasting something up on a wall. Mm-hmm. And I, I mm-hmm. wonder, I can't explain how they feel different, but I'm, I wonder if maybe that's why they feel a bit different. It's a temporary thing. Street art has always been a temporary thing. Yeah, and, and that, that, uh, that's why it's that. I think that's what appeals as well is that temporiness of it, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's, whereas these photos, these two D waves that we've we've taken, they, uh, you know, they're so like once you've taken that photo, the memory is gone, right? Like you, you don't really. If you go, it, I mean, I remember lots of photos I've taken over time because I've viewed them so many so often on my computer, but like you don't like. You don't remember, like, like that quote I read you before we started, I might read the... Is it a good time to read that Dado Moriyama bit? Let's hold on to that for a second. I don't, I don't feel like we're quite there yet. All right, but I, I feel like it's kind of like that. It's because it's, it's because it's so temporary, because it doesn't... It's temporary and it isn't, because obviously I've got the original of the photo, right? So so there's 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 the original that exists, which is... But they're different. Which can be, but can be duplicated thousands of times, you know. Yeah, but it's um, like twins, um, right? They're not the same person, but there's something about them that is the same. And I think when you have a digital file or you print it out in a book or you print it and stick it on a wall, they feel like twins. They're the same but different. They're not the same they're not the same person, right? They're not the same thing. I don't know. Is that a bit woo-woo? No, no, they're not they're not the same thing. They're not. I but I'm just trying to think in my brain what's going on when I I think I think there's two things. I think the scale, the scale of an image, right? So the size yeah, the scale's big. You sent me that video of you pasting it up. It's like it's pretty big, right? And I think scale matters. I think, but it doesn't. But I think scale can work in both ways, right? It can be wow, that's big, that's impressive, or it can be really tiny, make which is forcing you to look closer and examine it. And I think, you know, obviously, scale is working. In, and in the environment as well. Like, it's, yeah, it's literally surrounded by graffiti and stuff. There's something... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think graffiti is really interesting as well. I know we've had this conversation before and you said, like, you don't really understand it. It's just people writing their names. But to me, that's what your art is as well. It's just you saying I was here, right? No, absolutely. And I get that. And I think... But what... I, you're right. And, and... You're right. You're right. But I think there's... There's a couple, like, you're right, somebody tagging the wall and saying, I, I, I exist, right? I exist, I, like, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, right? And that's all I'm doing as well. I exist, I'm here. That, that is exactly the same thing. But the, I think the beautiful thing, like life, is that both the art and us, we're both temporary and we're both, you know, yeah. we're both yeah. on the, you know, it, it's, it's similar things, right? It, it's, it's so transient and I don't know, I feel like, again, I was thinking in my brain when I was doing it, I get that this is how my weight, weird ADHD brain works. I was thinking, my God, I wish I'd done this a lot earlier. This was my first thought, like, because I really enjoy doing it and I enjoy mm. looking at it on the wall. I enjoy seeing it big. And I'm thinking, why, why, why now? Like, what, what has driven me to, like, 
you know, because it's, it's a bit weird in a way, right? It's a bit like, you know, why do I want to go and paste these photographs? Because I've done it with lots of small photographs. And I think there was, when you go back and I've collected all the, like, loads of them now, I've got like a, a stack of maybe a hundred prints that have degraded over time that have been on the wall and I've gone back, collected them. Um, yeah. But why did I want, and I, I just think because of the space is so big and I'd always in my brain, I'd seen these panels, these grey concrete panels as, you know, I want to fill one completely with one photograph. So that's, that's, I've been growing it. I started not as big. I did about a four sheet. Then I did an eight sheet. Now I know to get across the whole of the thing, it's going to be like a 12 sheeter. <laughs> so right, so right, like, right. It's, it's going to be like 120 pieces of A4 to fill one of those panels. <laughs> and probably about an hour's worth of pasting. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. But I think I'm going to do it. I'll do, definitely do one. Um, just to yeah. see, like, I just, I don't know what it'll look like, but I reckon it'll look pretty cool. Um, and even, yeah, I think so. even like the mistakes in it, not the mistakes, but sometimes the paper will curl over and you can see the wall behind and there'll be, sometimes the paper will get too pasty and it'll rip a little bit. And then you can the see the perfection. Yeah, it adds to it. Like it definitely, it doesn't detract as far as I'm concerned. It just rich, yeah. enriches that texture again. That, and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a lover of texture. I wonder about maybe going to get some Xeroxed, like in a big roll and doing it mm. in one sheet. Well, my... You looked into that, didn't you? My brother-in-law has a print firm down in South Wales and he said he'd do one for me. So, yeah, maybe I'll just merge the wall and get him to do it and then you can... Well, we and... were talking about going to Wales in a few weeks, so maybe we can... Uh... Maybe that's a good idea, Dan. We can maybe kill two birds with one stone and then stick kill, it on a wall two birds in Wales. With one shovel. <laughs> Yeah, nice. Do you think the weirdness starts earlier than the the printing it out and sticking it on the wall? Do you think the weirdness starts... Because you're taking photos of random stuff you see, strangers mm-hmm. in the street. Like, do you think that maybe that's where the weirdness starts? I think... I th- but I don't think it's weird. This, like, I've been reading... Um, Sorry, when I... I, I, I that weird, weird sounds derogatory, and that's yes. not how I mean it, because I no, do I know the same shit. I, I know what you mean, I know what you mean, I know what you mean. I, know, I, what, I just think that weird is good in that, like, we... I think you've got to, you know, I, I, again, I talk about this a lot, but when you, when you first start with a camera and you want to go photograph everything and your brain is like, yeah. you know, everything is interesting from a flower to a wall to everything, everything. And then you, you kind of start your career or you become more interested in photography, you develop, you become technically proficient. And then you go down paths, whether well, that's street, documentary, food, whatever the hell it is. I think underneath the work, your your personal stuff, the stuff that is interesting to you, like it should always be like the beginning. I feel like I'm, I'm trying, like I, I feel there's something, there's something interesting in everything if you can just look hard enough. Um, and, and especially like... Uh, it took uh, me a long time to realise that, you know. I think it was conversations with you. Because I used, where I used to work in town, I think where I, when we first started talking, I think maybe I was working in London, maybe I just left. And all my street photography was in London from my lunch breaks and that, or like after work or before work. And then it got to the point where I was sort of working closer to home. And for some bizarre reason, I still had that connection with London. So I was traveling to London to go and shoot. And I think you were the person that was like, go, go to your hometown. Yeah, just shoot, Be- because, shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I had the same conversation with you where I was like, I don't think there's anything there. And you're like, you're not looking hard enough. Go look. Yeah, I, I, I like I say, I was, I was reading... Um... Dado Moriyama is one of his books. I've had it for ages and I never read it. And I just picked it up this week. But he 
you know, he's, he's like the king of the snapshot, right? He, he, he photographs, in, in this book, he basically, he's walking down the street and within within 10 minutes, he's shot 12 rolls of film or something. He's like, everything is interesting to him from the, the food on the street to what people are wearing, to the signs, to the the texture. And this is, again, I think there's something liberating about that. It, 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 it's like he shot film, this silver halide for a long time. And then he got a digital camera, uh, I don't know when he got it, but but he said he's never going to go back to Silver Halide. He said ever because, like, you know, they're just the way he likes to shoot the snapshot. He likes to shoot everything. He can just like you know, other than battery, he can just keep going and going and going. And he's got millions and millions of photos. And and the way he shoots, it's like he's got ADHD. I'm sure, like he's like even if he had, doesn't have ADHD, he shoots like somebody who does, but like manically, like much worse than I think I have it. I but I feel that, like. Actually, yeah. I, I think there's something like he is he is the person like in his photographs that the way his photographs represent the way he sees the world and I think that's kind of again get into that get into that point with your work is a really difficult place to be but I think I think I I I I I, I like the freedom and I like that idea of mixing everything that you do together into this list. Like, this is what it is. This is how I feel and see the world. This is like these Japanese photographers. I've been, I've been slowly after, you know, following Detritus scene and Alex Pryor on Instagram. Being... Oh, sorry. Two seconds. Just to put a flag in that. Alex Pryor. We did say last episode that he'd be on this episode. As you can probably hear, we haven't worked that out yet. Um, we've actually got another guest that might end up with us before that even happens. Um, it's totally us. We need to pull our fingers out. We were talking about sending a microphone to people. And anyway, that's all boring technical stuff. All that to say, mm-hmm. Alex will be joining us soon. Sorry, mate. You were just saying about how no, you've but, been following Alex. And, yeah. And, 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 and you know, and, and they, they, they are really knowledgeable about Japanese photo books and, and, and the history of it. And I, I just, I just, even from, from buying a few books that they've recommended, um, just the way that they construct work is a lot different to to how... There's a massive difference, isn't there? The Japanese street photography does not feel like the Western street photography at all. It's mesmerising, and I can't yeah, understand it, why it feels so different. Yeah, but this, again, I think we're, there's such a wide variety. Like, I'm not even... I have not even dipped my toe in the water. But the way they make books as well... Like the, you know, the way they, you know, paper, texture, binding, you know, all constructing to, to build this bigger picture, this bigger thing that, that transcends you into this space. You know, it's, it's, I think it's really important. And I think if you can get that into your work, if you can magically, you know, I, I, I know we were meant to have, um, David O'Mara to try to see on this morning, but he, he's got a co love him, so get well soon, David. But I, I love the way that David makes work. I love the way that that I, I read and you read the um, article on the Guardian too, right? About how he he basically yeah, is D- day, Diane Smith wrote, right? Yeah, that he's um a, his day job is a painter and decorator in London, and he was looking around and he hadn't seen any of that. Um work in in documentary photography so he thought he'd go do it right and but it's not it's not just the photographs it's it's how he constructs the book and the images to create 
one body of work that has like you know we were having the talk yesterday about stuff right and and how stuff impacts your work and the body of work that you're making and you was you were saying about maps and that you maybe were going to include maps or you weren't going to include maps because you didn't want to include like google maps or some other map from that somebody else has created and you wanted to create it yourself do you want me to do you want me to like outline this for you because I, I feel like we're we're hitting a huge topic that I think maybe we disagree about within photography and no other medium there's a tradition of showing stuff and what I mean by showing stuff is if if you're working on a longer form project if you have an idea that you're exploring often you'll do a lot of research sometimes that research is going to unearth things like um, you might be researching an area, so there might be a map. That's the thing that Paul was referring to. Or maybe you'll find booklets or letters or stuff. Now, yeah, you can research the project and you can, you know, you can find the history you of should, the area. You should. You should. If, you, if you're yeah. going to do any project, you, you should be kind of well-read about it. You should understand the artists that came before you, regardless of the medium they worked in. You mm-hmm. should understand the history of the thing that you're working on. Like, you, you, I think you just, you have to be a bit better read. It makes your work deeper. However, there's a tradition of including that research, and it only really happens in photography, but including the research as, as part of the body of work. Myself and Paul have differing opinions on how much that helps the work. I think around 95% of the time, including your research, wholesale is lazy. I think that it detracts from the work. I think if you're a strong artist, let's say, it doesn't have to be photography, but if you're a strong artist, your research should shine through in everything you show. And it doesn't matter if you're working in photography or if you're mixing medias together to get that research through that's fine, right? If you want to show a letter, show a letter, but do something creative with it. Don't just scan it in and bloody show it. I think, I, I, I don't, I can't think of many projects that I've seen. There's one or two. But I can't think of many projects that I've seen where I felt like that made the work stronger. Generally, to me, what that does is it makes it look like you didn't have the chops to pull off the work. You couldn't solve the problem creatively. So you were just like, fuck it. I couldn't work it out. So here's my research. You work it out. And that to me feels lazy. Go write a song about it. Make a lino cutting. Turn it into mixed media. Collage it. Do something with the research. Don't just show it to me the way it was in your notepad. It feels lazy. I, I, th- I think I think it, it does go across other mediums other than photography. I think painters. I mean, it, it, it goes across. I've all never media. seen. Name one. I mean, I've got, I've, got, I've, got a, I've got a piece of art on my wall where the painter painted birds. You've seen that, uh, and she used pages from her diary. That's an excellent example of what I'm talking about, though. Right. That's not. That's not her saying. Here is the thing as it is. Right. That's she's not, literally ripped pages from her diary, but the, and painted she's on gone them. and painted on them. That's yeah. That's the difference. She's put her art in it. That's a mixed media, Paul. That's that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, so let let me kind of restate the thing that I have a problem with then, because maybe we're talking about the same thing. Okay. Yeah. I don't okay, like okay. it. I don't like it when people just literally give you their research. They haven't done anything creatively with it. I'm I'm literally thinking of a few projects that I'm not about to go on air and like <laughs> just start trashing. But we've all seen them, right? The people that have literally just shown you their research. It's not mixed in with the work. 
This isn't mixed media that I'm talking about. I actually really like the mixed media stuff. That um, that thing on your wall with it, it's pages of the lady's diary, and she's painted over each page of the diary with um, birds. It's all birds, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's beautiful. Uh, that that's beautiful mixed media. I really like that. Um, what I'm talking about is when people just literally scan in a train ticket. And and they just put that in your work. There's nothing creative done with it. It's just like a scan or a photograph of the train ticket. And I think that's boring as fuck. Yeah, yeah, maybe that is. Maybe that is me. And I agree to a point that it's boring as fuck. But I, I think all of these all of these little details, all of this all of this context, it, when you're telling a story, it, it's, it's like any great movie maker that you've seen. They, you're 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 trying to use stuff and whether you i i I can't say whether taking a photograph of a train ticket and then using that in your book is is a bad or a good idea but what i can can, say is (laughs) 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 but 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 but, you know i i really believe like the more the more i do photography and the more i take pictures uh, and the more i make books and the more i i do pay-subs and the more i make collages that like to to combine all of my work together into something yeah. coherent that makes sense. But you're but, mixing the medias, boy. You don't understand what I'm saying, right? That's different. I'm not talking yeah, about yeah, that. No, I Mixed know, media, I, know, I actually I, really enjoy. We actually had a I conversation know. yesterday where you used music as an example, dance music. I think that's a really good illustrative example of exactly what I'm talking about. So we were mm-hmm. talking about um, an EDM Ross artist from Ross from Friends, an EDM artist that both Paul and I like. And so within that music, there are samples, right? And these are mm-hmm. these are samples of other things, right? Which is like an analogous bus ticket in some respects. But what's happening with those samples is they're almost more like a photograph because they're cropped out of reality with no context. And then they are played with heavily right so mm-hmm. yeah they, they changed they made, and they're, they're just, yeah they're not the thing that they were to start with if you're going to show me your bus ticket don't just literally show me your bus ticket that's not interesting do something with it right and that's all i'm saying i'm not saying don't show your research and i think you're right extra context does help the work i just don't i think it's a lack and of creativity just, just, how... just to literally put it on the table and be like oh here's the stuff i learned Absolutely. I, I'll give you a really good example. I, 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 this is what I've been thinking about doing. So my my daughter and my son, I, like since they've been born, I've collected like stuff. So drawings they've done. Um, a big one is accident reports that they had from school. So I've got like a massive clump of accident reports. Well, right? What's an accident report? We never had so accident I, reports. When I, was I know. Well, if, you, if you have an accident report in school these days, you get a little Wilfie bumped his head or Rosa walked into a table really? and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have to write everything down. And they even have to send you, oh, my God, he bumped his head today. He could have concussion. We're just warning you. And if he does, and these are the signs. And, you know, beware, basically. Wow. Anyway, so I've got a load of this stuff, right? And so what I'm going to do is is use that to make a family photo book. I'm going to take this stuff and, and, and do a little bit of, you know, a homemade book and use all of these pictures and writings and drawings and then place the photos over the top of them. That's the idea for me, right? And so the context of these accident reports and Rosa writing her Christmas list and, uh, you know, there's, there's loads of this this stuff, but I think it'll make it a much richer project, a much richer book because 
all of the the bits that I've collected, like there's been t- tickets to Peppa Pig World and loads of different weird stuff, right? There were it's kind of like a collagey book, but I'm going to then take images of of them, obviously, and and place it into this handmade book. And I think that's that's kind of what I'm trying to say is that I I think if I just made pictures of those kids and I put them in a little plain book, that's great, lovely pictures, lovely, but by now I'm enriching it by showing their lives over the last 10 years by the things that I've collected. Um, and I didn't know I was going to do that. I was collecting them just because I wanted How to collect them. How many boxes of stuff have you got? Loads. I've got like... How many volumes <laughs> is this going to be? I don't know. I don't know yet. But I was like last night when the wife came home. She was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, oh, this is, this is, yeah. She goes, oh, that's, that's, that's a good idea. And she never tells me it's a good idea. So I think I'm going to go with it. You're onto something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think yeah. it's a good idea. But you're not just going to, I know what you're like, Paul. You won't let it just be the thing. You're not, you're not scrapbooking. No, right? no, no. You're no, not no, just no. sticking stuff in a, in a book just to keep it together. This isn't an archive of the stuff. This is going to be art, right? I know what you're like. But, but yeah, but it, 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 it's... But what I'm saying is that, like, the train ticket, as an example, that yeah. might be on, on its own, the one train ticket, yes, yeah, pretty useless. But if you collect loads of train tickets of all of your journeys and then you do a, 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 a street project on... on we are always on the tran- public transport and those tickets are... Mixed with the... F- I, I, again, like, I think you could... The quite- word mixed is so yeah. crucial. I'm not against it. I'm not against stuff making its way in. I just don't like it when it's just presented. Here's the research. I don't like that. We can argue aesthetics and presentation, but you're right. It, 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 but I think that takes time again. It's one of those things that it doesn't happen overnight. Like, you... you like Lazy is. is the word, I would say. It's lazy if you if you're if you're if you're doing it without thinking about it. And I think the thought is the important thing. You're right. You need the thought, but I don't think that's the only thing. You're, you're listing it like it's the only thing that matters. If you just think about it, then it will be good. That's not the no, reality. No. It's one of the things you need to do. But you also yeah, need to it, creatively solve all the problems that you've discovered. And yes, ab- There's absolutely. nothing creative about just saying, here's all the stuff I read, or here's all the maps I looked mm. at, or here's all the fucking bus tickets I collected or do you know what I mean like that that's not a creative yeah yeah absolutely that's not a creative solution to the problem and you're a shit artist if you're doing it totally said it. <laughs> but, you know I, this is another thing I think you should do and I think everybody should do I think so really so every journey I, I I map my journey where I walked right and I've got in Strava it's free you can use it for free and you map your journey and you can even fucking add photos and voice memos if you really want to I don't do that I just use it for mapping where I walked um and on my Wandle Trail project, I'm going to use the maps. And this is, and I'm using the maps by, at the end of the book, there's going to be one map of every time I've walked on the Wandle Trail condensed into one massive map, right? So thousands of walks, every time I've walked, all on top of each other, lay, 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 lay. And all you see is a big jumble of, that's the end page, basically, for me. Um, you, um, Tanya drew you a bunch of... Maps and she's going to be, she? and she's going to be my opening on my inside yeah. opening page. Still going to do that. Still going to do that. But I still, still working on it. I think time is again. I've been shooting it all year this year. I've shot about I don't know, quite a bit for it. Um, but I haven't edited any of it. I've just been shooting it this year and kind of letting it sort of live a bit. You know. Well, I mean, you've been busy. You've been doing not so far and stuff. Yes. Oh, that should. I'm hoping to have that next week. 
that should actually have the physical copies of it in my hands. That's exciting. So by, by the time everyone hears this, you'll, you'll have it. Have it. I'll have it, mate. Yes, yes. Pre-orders will be out by this time, hopefully. I think I'm going to put it out. I don't know. After Christmas. Maybe no January's a bad time to put a book out, isn't it? What, literally at Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, you cut out for a second. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, that's a pretty rubbish time. I've got to think about time. Maybe spring I'll do it. I might hold it till spring. Do you know, know what? I, yeah, that's not a bad shot, is it? Or maybe like mid early February. Yeah, yeah. Just gonna, enough time for party. people to get a bit gonna of cash. Have a party, to go. by the way. The wife says we're going to have a launch party, so we're oh, going to have nice. Gonna, gonna book somewhere. Um, yeah, we'll get we'll get get a few people along. Hopefully, two or three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. You're going to get some of the work printed, nice and big. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get it printed. Put it on them. On walls, um, that'd be cool. Get, get yeah. you to come and DJ some some punk. You don't want me DJing. DJ. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's DJ like the thing Dan out of Psycho. Oh right, okay. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Yeah, but that, that I I I I'm excited about that because it's obviously it's been a long time coming. Um, but I I feel like. Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll just be lovely to hold it in my hands and, and look through it and go, oh, my God, actually, it exists before I die. <laughs> and then once that's out, straight yeah. on to uh, Wandle Trail, right? Yeah, Wandle Trail and Yeah, well, actually, this is the thing. I've got a few projects um, which I'm going to show you. Yeah. And got I've just got to work on. on. What, what's the next it's, one then? Because I know you was also talking about doing the uh, the Ministry of Sound stuff. Yeah, well, that's whilst we were young, and I, I, I think that will again. But I think that's what they shot. I, well, we know twenty twenty two. So I shot that. At, it's about seven or eight years old. So I think again, if I give it another couple, I think the longer I leave that, like it's like a fine wine. You know, it's yeah. just. What do you reckon? Ten years. Yeah, another yeah, ten years. I think ten years. I'll put it out. Because it's really good, and I, I, I think it's, it is. It is really strong. I, I, again, it was. I think just being there, and there was like it's so funny. But you would, you just like I, I was, you know, no fear. You know, I was just there, no flash in a nightclub, right? Mm. I was with a Nikon. I think it was a D seven hundred, or it was something like that. And is it that, was. Are they like pro level cameras? I, yeah, my frame of reference with Nikon is so far out. I don't even know. Yeah, it was not. It wasn't top pro. It's like maybe one below the pro. It was like a five D kind of Mark II range, right? Okay. Um, and I was with that, and obviously there's, there's lots of nightclub photographers in Ministry Sound when I was there, and they've got these cameras and they've got flashes on top, and you know, you know what nightclub photography is like. It's all it the same. Look like like, that. People yeah. are gooning and Definitely. they're all looking at each other, flashing. And I didn't want to do any of that. And so I thought, all right, the only way I'm going to do this is just like really gritty black and white. Um, just be it looks with... serene, though. That's the thing. It, you say gritty black and white, and everyone's going to think, oh, it looks really raw, and it doesn't. It looks really serene. It's yes. it's kind of surreal looking because you don't you don't hear the music right mm-hmm. when you look at most typical nightclub photography it looks like a party there's hard flash in people's faces like you say they're mm-hmm. gurning they're dancing and it's super close this is often a little bit further back very like isolated subjects almost spotlit at times really mm-hmm. serene looking quite surreal 
because you just see a like a writhing mass of people and there's no because you're not hearing the music oh, yeah it's weird it's yeah. weird it's yeah. a really cool project yes so that's like that that again that just needs me to actually spend some time and because there's quite a lot of there's a couple of thousand images maybe more but again time but i know i know it exists and that's it so i've got that i've got are we living in a simulation i've got um what's it called fuck can't remember one there's another one there's a couple i've been shooting a new one and a couple of new ones there's like there's actually you know you know i'm like multiple projects on the go i kind of like that um that's your adhd in it yeah i just think it keeps me busy um but yeah, I, I think this year, this year I'll, I'll have the book done. I think I probably will put it out. I'm imagining maybe spring. I'm, I'm thinking maybe the sort of end of March. I, I'm hoping, and we can have a party maybe. Oh, nice! That will coincide with my. Um, so I think there's going to be an exhibition of some of the people that are on my course nice. at the Copeland Gallery. Um, nice. Maybe I'm saying too much. I don't know. Maybe I need to chop this out. But um, yeah, so I'm imagining that's about the same time late March and that'll be my project that I'm working in Slough for that one nice Dan with with your train tickets yeah it's just going to be train tickets mate that's all I'm doing train tickets I'm going to put some flyers some random rubbish that I found on the floor I'm not even going to show any photographs I'm just going to literally give you my Google maps that I did for my location scouting I've got some other ideas actually that are a little they're a little bit experimental for me to be fair I'm I like experimental, quite... Dan. I like the more yeah. experimental you are, the better, I think. I, well, I don't I know if it'll look any good yet. That's that's the question. I had to draw... Um, <laughs> I had to drew... Drew? I had to drew? God. Drew? Yeah. I, my coffee's obviously wearing off. I had to draw one of the subjects of my uh, of my photos. Oh, oh, my God. That must have been... Like, yeah, it was in, the... in a session. At, and I, I, let me show you. It's pretty bad. I say pretty bad, I mean like super bad. We had to do two drawings. The first one was drawing without looking. So you put your coat over your paper. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then you like draw it underneath your coat. Okay. That's incredibly difficult. We're we're going to try both of these, by the way. Next time I come to you, we're going to sit in your kitchen and we're going to do both of these. All right. So that was... Show me this. I want to see this. That was the first one without looking. Oh, you definitely oh, can't see it, can you? No, I can. I can. That's but you, you look can. like SpongeBob. It's not me. This is this is. Oh, that's your tutor. But no, this is my classmate, Hatham. Oh, okay. That's that. He looks beautiful, SpongeBob. He's, um, he's definitely a, a lot more handsome in real life. So then, the second one we had to do was uh, continuous line drawing. Okay. For those of us moronic photographers the painters are all listening to this right now again yeah i fucking i know what a continuous line drawing is but there's a lot of people listening that won't it's basically you're allowed to look at this this time but you're not allowed to lift your pen from the paper does that make sense yep 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 okay so yeah show me dan show me show me this is can you see that (laughs) yeah Some people have said that um, I'm the Michelangelo of our generation. <laughs> Nate, hang on. It's, um, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Can I show me again? Show me again. Show me again. Show me again. Can you pick your drawer up off the floor? Like... <laughs> your wife must have been so impressed. I know, actually, she, this, 
she she likes it, doesn't she? I like the eyes on it. The second, it looks better. I couldn't see. I couldn't see it first time round, but now, now Dan, Jesus, no, it's good. He's, he's a better. Well, he, he's, he's a better. He's a better looking lad than I've made him look right there. Um, Remember, it's, it's quite actually Dan. Mate, um, put the camera down. It's uh, it's not a fantastic it's, portrait. No, but I think you have to. I, I, have I to did do really this. enjoy it. I did really enjoy it, and I'm I'm thinking mm. I might, I might keep trying those out mm. because there's something about them that, um, despite how terrible it looks, something about it kind of, I don't know. What did it, what did it do for your brain? It feels real. Mm. Interesting. Well, Even it, though it that, looks completely detached from reality, he does not look like that. But there's something that feels, particularly the continuous line drawing. There's something that feels very, uh, you know, you're always t- talking about like things being tactile. Mm-hmm. It feels when you're doing it, it feels like, um, well, hang on, Dan, there's somebody at my door. That was really quick, mate. Did you spring? Man. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> um, yeah, there's something about it that felt really, really tactile. Um, mm. It's hard to put into words, but next time I'm at yours, we're going to sit in your kitchen, we'll draw each other, and you'll see what I mean. I think you'll be really into it. They, I mean, it's one of those things. You know, we've kind of had this conversation before where the process is far more enjoyable than the outcome. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I don't absolutely. Really, I don't really care for what I the did. The final piece. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I, you enjoyed did, doing it. I really enjoyed doing it. So yeah. I want to I keep doing it. And maybe yeah, at some more. point there'll be some, there'll be some good ones. But um, yeah, it was... Are we going to do shout-outs this week, Dan? Oh, I did not actually even think of a good shout-out. I've got um, one. I, well, you should do that music you put this week. I listened to one of them. It was really good. I can't remember which one I listened to, but it was great. I've sent you a few things recently. What are you... What did I you listen listening. to? Hang on. Um, yeah, you tell me what you listen to. Well, we'll do this and then we'll do our shout-outs. All right. Hang on. What was the one you sent me that I really liked? Was it Dive? No, or was it the electronic stuff? What did it sound like? Uh, it was electronic. It was sort of like it was guitar-y, Actually, it was. Um, um, oh, it might I have been dive. Can't remember what it was. It was good though. It was really good. Really enjoyed. Oh it. my god! I'm just going back through for our text messages. We text a lot. I know. That's why I was looking as well. Oh, that's I'm it. scrolling that's so it. hard, no, and it, I'm still it, on this dive. Is this it is dive? Yeah, it is dive. Is this? Is this is our? Is, is the this, is our? Yes. <laughs> is this the <laughs> Can't even see it. Is the is, is the is our? My God. That's yeah, so that album say. is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, it's isn't great, it? isn't it? Like it's mind blowingly good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really enjoyed listening to that this week. Now you've enjoyed it a bunch. Go and research the history of that album. Okay. Okay. It's it's darker than it sounds. Okay, but it's just so good. It's so good. Um, I've got a book for you this week. It came, it came yesterday and it's so good. And it's, um, okay. it's called... So we're, we're doing it, are we? This is shout-outs. Yeah, we're doing it, mate. We're doing it. We're oh, doing okay. it. I need, to, um, I need to think of something. Okay, go on. Do, do your... Oh, wait. Can, can we just do the one thing? We didn't do the, the uh, Moriyama quote. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, so... Um, we should probably so was, put this... There was a perfect time where you brought him back up and I was like, that's the, no. that's the, that's the time. But 
I didn't. Yeah, tell you, so. but it uh, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So we were talking about memory. Did, will this po- the memory podcast will go out before this one, right? Where we were talking about memory and what it means. Was that what we were what? talking about last week? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Honestly, yeah. I, incidentally, I can't actually remember what we were talking about last week. Anyway, I was reading a, a Dado Moriyama book this week. I've had for ages and I've never read, and I don't know why I picked it up, but I did. And um, he 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 was talking about memory, and I I got a little quote for it that I'll read to you if you want. He said, it was something that I had always been aware of, but it came home to me in a very concrete way when I was getting to grips with a collection of New York photos, which I'd first put out some years before, and the series I took in Hokkaido. What I learned from these experiences is that the passage of time has the ability to completely erase things from your memory, and what you're left with is simply what's in the photograph. Whatever it is that you thought you were capturing on the negative, the instant you press the shutter button, it doesn't take long for that to slip from your mind. Of course, in the instant you press the shutter button, a memory of the image flashes across your mind, together with the various things you're thinking about in that moment, ascetic considerations, concepts, desires. But whatever's in the photograph stands completely independent of those thoughts. That is what remains, and it's completely independent. That is what calls to your ears, maybe decades later. Hey, what do you think? That's what's so amazing. That's why photography is so powerful. Yeah, he's um clever sausage. Yeah, it's really succinct, isn't it? But um, it's it's a, it, it's it's kind of right, right? You you know, the moment you take your picture, your everything you're doing up until the point you press in the shutter, you've taken it, and then you know it goes onto your hard drive, and you forget about it, and then you look at that picture maybe a year later, and and you can't remember how you were feeling at that moment in time, can you? You can't. There's no way you can recollect those. By a photograph? Yeah, I think um, the interesting thing about it, because my memory is so bad, I think I shoot a lot, you know? I hadn't really realised that until quite recently, actually. I had a like an assessment about my dyslexia um, for university, and the lady sort of told me how bad my memory was. I wonder if actually that is one of the reasons that I photograph so much, mm-hmm. particularly just so. sort of my everyday life, just because mm-hmm. I, I think I just lose things of it. All those little fragments, they kind of help me help me store this stuff back up. And that's probably why I don't show too much stuff either. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not really shooting for other people. I'm, I'm kind of shooting for me. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'll look back through my photographs. Yeah, it's weird. I think it's a processing thing, right? I mean, I love, I love sitting in front of slideshows. I can sit in front of a slideshow with just a, a drive full of images. I don't know what's going to be in it. Just like, a random shuffle. Yeah, and just, and just watch it. I love doing that, putting some music on and just watching a slideshow. That's one of my favourite pastimes. I've I know, I know. Doing... I've, I've been at your house and like, <laughs> you, you've got um, your, what's it called? Your screensaver is the yeah. slideshow, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's quite nice. I just see it scrolling in the background while we're chatting and it's, there's something really, like you're right, there's something really pleasing about it. Yeah, just watching and, and you know, the, because of the random way that it, it presents the images... That sometimes something will happen and you go, oh, fucking hell, that's great. <laughs> I don't even remember that one. That one was really good. Did they take that? Isn't it funny I... how like your edit, your edit changes over the years, right? Sometimes totally. you'll shoot and then you'll, you'll go back and you'll edit down those photos maybe a week or week or four later and you'll, you'll make one selection. And then if you do that a few years later, they're, they're almost completely different. Completely different. Completely, yeah. 
And, and that, that's one, another one of Dado's great tips is delete nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, because be, you, you're, obviously your taste will change over time, you know. You're, you, you will look at an image you processed as well maybe five years ago. Fuck, what was I doing, Trevor? You know, like, I think that... That that develops and how you process. I mean, again, I, I and your taste, your taste change over the years. Totally, totally, everything changes. Your knees go, you know, angles, toenails grow inwards, <laughs> hair goes, teeth fall out, and you die. Yeah, man, falling apart. The seams. We're all born with a death <sighs> sentence, right? Totally, totally. Um, I'm going to have to speed us along because I got to leave at half past eleven to pick up. Okay, my shout children. out, shout out, yes. Shout outs! I got a good one. I've got a really good one. Okay, um, let's hear it. And I, I don't know. I don't know if it was if it came from the boys, Alex and Detritus, uh, Dave, Detritus, Dave, <laughs> Detritus, Dave. Yeah, Detritus, <laughs> Dave. I like that. Why hasn't um, that stuck? <laughs> um, but it's called falsification, and the photographs are by Seba Curtis, with a story by Hiromi Kawakami, um, and he basically he. he I'm gonna. I, I had a little bit where I'm just gonna read a bit about the photographer because it's easier for me instead of me just not I'm trying to describe it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Seba Curtis is an Argentine photographer who studied journalism in Buenos Aires before leaving for Europe in the wake of Argentina's 2001 polit- political and economic crisis. His work, informed by his five years spent as an illegal immigrant in Spain, explores the dynamics behind irregular migration and the resultant impact on culture, society, and the individual. Rendered through unorthodox and experimental photographic techniques, his images expose stateless individuals as they navigate treacherous terrain and uncertain futures. Currently based in in Manchester, he exhibits his photographs internationally with recent solo shows in Europe and the United States. And so, like, this idea of alternative process of, and so, like, you might use Polaroid or black and white or... Like lots of different techniques, the photographs, but it's it's and you never you never really see. Um, you might say I think you see a person at the beginning and the end, but there's only like two individuals in the whole in the whole of the book, right? Okay. Um, and there's a great story by the Japanese writer in it, and it's a bit it's it's, it's a weird little story, but it's, it works with the photos. Like it's it's great. It's a, it's again it's kind of. Is it and the, what is it like a fiction story? Yeah, yeah, it's a fiction story. Yeah, I think it's a fiction story. It is a fiction story. It is definitely a fiction story. Yeah, but it's great. I don't know. Maybe I can show you a few pictures. Just yeah, just hang, it hold it up in front of the camera. Um, um, I'll I'll describe it to everyone in a kind of catchphrasey sort of way. So there's well, some, well, can you see some fridges? Yeah. So it looks like a shop with some fridges. Why are the fridges chained closed? That's, that's, that's a bit yeah. disconcerting, isn't it? Nice light, mm-hmm. though. Like, it looks like a nice early morning light. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then this kind of thing is like a... Hold up a bit. Okay, so this is like mixed media. I'm seeing about three or four photographs laid on top of each other. A landscape with a very big bridge going over two rivers, but lots of stuff laid up. That's quite nice. Um, I'll show you one more. Just a, a nice one at random. Just, just grab a page. Okay, okay. I'm actually struggling to see what this is. Is this a double or a triple exposure? It looks like a tree or something in the background with some other exposures over the top of it, like a sign and a fence. But yeah, it's quite illustrative, isn't it? It's quite... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's hard to pin, it's, but it's it's really nice. I like it. Sorry, yeah, who's so the artist again? Uh, so the artist is it's called Falsification, photographs by Seba Curtis with a story by Hiromi Kawakami. Mm. And it's lovely. It's really lovely. And I like how it's bound. It's, it's, um, I'm, I'm looking at, every time I look at a book now, I'm looking at the binding. <laughs> yeah, you've been, uh, you've been bookbinding a lot recently, haven't you? Yeah, I've been learning Japanese stab binding, which is quite cool. Yeah, but again, it's, it's, do you know what? The amazing thing from doing that is, like, it, it just gives you freedom to make tiny little books of your work. It's really enjoyable. It's really it's therapeutic. Sewing is one of those things that puts you in that headspace of, you know, you, you concentrate. Like quite that. meditative. Yeah, it's really good headspace. I love it. I actually, I like doing it. I like the whole thing. And I've got so many photographs, I can make loads of these tiny books. That's the idea. I'm just going to make, I don't know if I'll ever sell them. I'll just, just for me. You know, but yeah, yeah, just little—they're like little yeah. case studies, right? Yeah, tiny little little. What do they call it's those haikus? Like they're like haiku, like haiku. haiku. Yeah, yeah, like a poem, little yeah. haiku poem. There's yeah. something quite interesting actually because you've been sending me like videos of some of these, mm-hmm. and the like the first one looked like a bit of a spider's web and mm-hmm. the binding. You'd clearly just gone for it with the needle and the thread. And then the second and the third ones were way, way neater. How many have you done now? I've done, I've done four, four at the moment. Okay, I think there's um, one I haven't seen. But yeah, I'll have to come around like in a week or two and um, I'll show you how to do an actual look. Yeah, bring yeah, some yeah, photographs. Yeah. We'll make one. We'll make one together. We'll do a video of us making one. How about that? Yeah, okay, cool. You're on. I'm into it. All I'm right. into it. Um, right, I better do my shout out. My shout out this week, um, inspired by Paul's love of the band Dive. Do you know what? I'm going to spell all this stuff out at the end because nothing is spelled the way it should be. A record that's recently come out is a live concert. It's um, Dive live at the Murmur Theatre. Um, Dive is D-I-I-V and Murmur is M-U-R-M-R-R. Dive live at the Murmur Theatre. And it's an acoustic gig. So it's that stuff that you've been enjoying, Paul, but kind of done in a very stripped back way, but they've sort of reimagined all the songs. I think the gig's actually from a few years ago. I think the gig's pre-pandemic. Um, they've actually released another album since. So it's, it's, it's kind of older material, but it's, it is incredible. But I strongly amazing. suggest you check out this Live at the Moment theatre and then very shortly afterwards um, check out their, uh, their most recent album, Deceiver, from 2019. Okay. Okay. It's really, really good. Go, go do some research, everybody listening, if, if you're into the idea. It's kind of like indie rock, shoegaze kind of. And then, and then do a bit of research into, the, into those few records and, and kind of understand the, the history of those records because that in itself is another layer of interest for that. I, I, um, I'm going to leave you with a final quote that I read on Instagram that David Clampany wrote about photography this week. Um, and this is what he... Forever caught between document and artwork, record and wish, commerce and poetry, report and expression. I'm just sitting with that for a second. Forever caught between document and artwork, record and wish, commerce and poetry, report and expression. Yeah, that's probably why it's so hard to put it into a box, because people talk Mm -hmm. about, we've been talking about this a lot recently at university, about the truth in photographs and that kind of stuff, and... I mean, I don't think anyone's ever really said photographs are 100% the truth. Like, the truth is so complicated about the world that you couldn't really show it in a even a 
body of images, but you can kind of show fragments of it mm-hmm. in that respect, even proper photojournalism, you know, like people standing outside of number 10 and photographing whichever prime minister we have at the time this airs, all that stuff, even that isn't truth. It's kind of just like snippets of it. And I find that really interesting. And it's even artistic when it doesn't mean to be, isn't it? It's, mm-hmm. it's a really weird thing. That's all we've got for, for you this week. If you don't hear from us before, then have a great Christmas. We'd love to hear what you're getting for Christmas. Come and tell us what your Christmas plans are. Um, you can catch us on Instagram at Idle Hand Society. Um, I'll put the links in the show notes to the couple of things we've spoken about. And maybe I'll scan in my rubbish picture of Haytham. We'll speak to you in a few weeks. Hopefully we'll get our, our guests back on, the ones we've been threatening you with, Alex Pryor mm-hmm. and David O'Mara. Yeah. Big, big love out. Bye bye Merry bye. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh. <laughs>